Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. America faces a choice. This is Battleground America. Here's Tara Servatius. Imagine a world where if you refuse to raise your children a certain way, if you refuse to raise them in the religion of woke, the government takes custody and takes the child, branding you, the parent, who wanted to protect them as a threat. This actually happened during the Chinese Communist Revolution, and it's happening here. To understand what I'm talking about, let me tag two stories that are in the news together for you, because they're really one story. The first one is the outrageousness of the Democrats' vote on Friday against this Parents' Bill of Rights. All it said was parents have a right to know what books their children have access to at school. Schools must print full unredacted lists, put them on the website, whatever. Number two, parents have a right to actually see the curriculum the child is being taught at school must be posted online not exactly radical stuff in fact i'm kind of surprised we even need a bill for it it should all be available freedom of information act requests this is the heart of public data but this is where we are the democrats don't want you to know what they're doing in school but number three number three is the mind bender that parents have a right to know if school staff employees are transitioning their child to another gender. Folks on our side of the aisle still haven't woken up completely to how widespread these rules are. They're in thousands of our schools, and they go like this. If the child says, well, I was born a boy, but I want to be a girl. Oh, and here's my new name. The teacher, school staff must transition the child. The second part of the rule is that they must lie to the parents not revealing the fact that school staff are socially transitioning the child. So using a different name, different pronouns, they are to lie to the parents. Part of the problem I think our side has is we don't understand how widespread this already is. You can hear the sense of astonishment in Fox correspondent Todd Pyro's voice as he breaks this news of how widespread this is. Over 3 million students in nearly 6,000 schools around the country are covered by guidance that allows gender changes for kids to be hidden from parents. Do you hear that? 
3 million kids in 6,000 schools. And to some degree, proselytization is going on in almost every public school classroom. Even here in Greenville, South Carolina, where I'm from, even though they don't have these rules in place here yet, we are still a fairly red state. In the Greenville County school system, many teachers that my kids have encountered use kids' preferred pronouns and names. That's indoctrination. Not a single Democrat voted for the parent right bill last week. Not one. It barely passed the House, 214 to 208. And the Democrats were outraged at the idea that parents might be involved in their children's choices, including their permanent, life-changing, disfiguring choices. I've been warning for a long time about where this is going. Our schools want the ability to transition your child, not just socially, but physically. And this is how the left plans on getting it. Sanctuary laws for transgender kids. One is already passed and is on the books in California. Oregon's is working its way through the legislature and Minnesota just passed theirs. Here's the full horror of what these laws would do. If the child lives in Minnesota or can get themselves physically across the state line and they want to transition, including taking puberty blockers, even though they're only 10, 11, 12 puberty blockers that may well sterilize them and mom and dad say no, they lose custody. Here's Minnesota lawyer Robert Roby explaining. The insidious thing about this bill is it is it puts children who are being denied these these treatments that are that are permanent and uh, will sterilize the, the child for life if they're being denied those treatments that they're now in the same category as uh, kids who are being uh, abused or neglected. So how does this affect you if you don't live in Minnesota, California, Oregon, or a blue state? Hang on, I'll get to that. Let's make that abundantly clear. You're basically saying these parents who are trying to protect their kids from a life-altering procedure are the same as those that abuse those kids, abandon those kids, cause those kids to be what we would all consider to be actual wards of the state at that point, correct? Exactly. When they take emergency custody, uh, nobody else's custody rights, parental rights matter. Um, if they're identified as at risk of being of being harmed, uh, it's the, the mechanism of the courts is designed to intervene decisively. And that's that's where this bill puts those 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 children and parents in that situation. Understand these bills are either partially passed or pending in more than a dozen blue states. And if your child can get their foot over the state line, and that's not hard to do in the day with days where you what, grab mom's credit card and order an Uber? Or oh, oh hold on, how about your transitioning? at school and your teacher decides to kidnap you and drive you that's not even viewed as kidnapping in minnesota or suppose your crazy ex-wife decides to give your eight-year-old puberty blockers and sterilize them she get the kid she gets the kid over the state line it doesn't matter that a judge in south carolina decided she was insane and gave you full custody the custody defaults to the state of minnesota and they begin the transition you have no rights 
Big picture, Robert, this isn't just a Minnesota issue because of the nature of it. Basically, it says if I'm in a state that doesn't allow my kids to just decide on their own to get this procedure, you can go to Minnesota and basically no longer be the child of that parent legally. Talk about the ramifications of this, not just for Minnesota, but for all 50 states. Well, that's why they call it a refuge bill. They, they're anticipating that, that people will bring kids into the state uh, for this kind of treatment. And uh, the only way that they could do that without interference by the parents is to create this emergency custody situation. And the same type of, uh, the, of legal construct that makes, makes it a place where children can find refuge from abuse and neglect now will protect them from interference from getting this kind of treatment. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. So it's, yeah, that's got a lot of teeth. And it really won't matter where the other custody order is, whether it's in Minnesota or out of state. Um, you know, the emergency custody is, is the same either way. Now, do you see where the left screamed bloody murder in Congress? And not a single Democrat, not even one, voted for that parental rights bill? Because it interferes with their recruitment pipeline, the schools, the teachers. All this may leave you baffled. Why is so much political capital and energy being expanded on this group of people? It's tiny. Well, it was used to be, uh, you know, a 3% of 1% of a population. Now, depending on the year and the age group, uh, 7% think they're transgender. Well, it's actually grown, as we've documented on past Battleground episodes, to about 43,000 U.S. kids per year being treated, according to the Kaiser Family Foundation, for transgenderism. How many of them will ultimately be damaged and sterilized with puberty blockers is unknown. But none of this is actually about transgender kids. They're just using kids to get to the real goal. And that's to set the legal precedent that... Kids can identify as kids want to, and if parents don't go along with it, child is removed from parents' custody. Their real goal is something like this. Well, I want to worship Satan or not worship at all, but my parents want me to identify as a Baptist and go to church with them, that I don't identify as a Baptist. That triggers the right to self-identity that Justice Kennedy created out of thin air. In the gay marriage ruling, it doesn't actually have anything to do with gay marriage, but it does say that everyone around you must affirm your self-identity. When Kennedy invented it out of thin air, Jonathan Turley, George Washington liberal law professor, warned it would bump up against the First Amendment. And it is. If a kid, a minor, has a right to identify as the opposite gender, they surely, and you can see the the legal precedent here surely has a right to identify as an atheist, 
mom and dad can't make them be or do anything that they don't identify with. You can see where this is going. Where will it ultimately go? All kinds of crazy places with kids turning their parents in, kids identifying as the spouse. Well, I may be 12, but I identify as the spouse of this 28-year-old man, and he'd like to pick me up for a date. Well, you can't argue with what the child identifies as state takes custody. You could do virtually anything you want with this. And I think what the left wants is political divorces to be able to sweep in and terminate the parental rights of anybody who isn't raising their child as sufficiently woke and whose child brainwashed by the schools agrees and wants out of there at a minimum. And I'm sure the red states will pass laws uh, saying that uh, people can be criminally charged for quote unquote kidnapping and helping kids get to these trans sanctuary states but what this shows you is that if the if the left ever got total control again they almost got it in 2020 where they have big enough margins in the house the senate and control the presidency you'll see a nation where the government takes control takes custody from parents who don't sufficiently affirm the child's woke identity oh and it won't work the other way around if the parents want the child to identify as liberal. Believe me, this will become nationwide policy if the left ever gets total control. This is where they're going. Unfortunately, there's still a lot of folks on our side who say, well, we shouldn't really fight these culture wars. I mean, let's just focus on economics. But culture war is very quickly becoming about civil rights not just cultural choices. We need to fight now before we end up like the parents in pre-communist China, afraid to even speak around our kids because they might turn us in and we might lose custody of woke children who are given the upper hand in family decisions after they're weaponized by our institutions, namely the schools. Please subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Share with friends, family, and other free thinkers. Thanks for listening. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.